Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays Today podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Okay, so things are going to get cold today. Um, we're talking about cold exposure, intentional cold exposure. And I live in northern Wisconsin, and you know, we get nine months of winter a year. Lucky us. Don't you want to come work for me? Um, and I don't know. Apparently, that doesn't count. No, we talk about why it doesn't count. This is cold water, cold plunging. <sighs> so my whole goal was that having Adrian on today was going to convince me that I needed to start doing cold plunge therapy more often because Kirby's been doing it for the, like the last year. And I've done it a few times, but it's cold. <laughs> and I definitely was convinced I should do it more. Mm -hmm. That is it. But for instance, now that it's colder, our cold, our, because we just have a cheap one right now. Uh, we basically got like this $100 thing from Amazon that was too warm in the summer and is going to be too cold here pretty soon. But right now, fall and spring is where it's really like meeting its best because apparently the water is supposed to be 35 degrees, people. Do you know how cold that is? Uh, so the other day, you know, it's been getting really cold overnight. So our tub that's on our porch is very cold, like between 35 to 40 degrees. And I got in that thing because I was like, all right, I have the cold, I have the cold plunge episode coming up. I want to be able to tell people that like, yay, I'm doing it. I thought I was going to die. Like that amount of this is not okay. Like literally I'm in there just waiting to feel okay. And I'm like, I'm never doing this again. I'm and so I got out too soon because I was only in there for like 45 seconds. And then I got into our hot tub and immediately I was like, this is amazing. This is so much better. But then I was like, oh, I wish I would have stayed just for like 30 more seconds even. So I'm probably going to do it again. It's, it is that, you know, it was definitely different. It was much colder. The other times I had cold plunge was like closer to 55 degrees. And there, it, it, it's different. It's, de oh man, I don't know. So for those of you who are not cold plunging, we're going to talk about that today. Those of you who are, um, she brings up some really interesting things. Uh, I know Wim Hof breathing is really common within cold exposure, but she has a 
I don't want to say an opposite approach, but like she definitely has a different take on breath work. So we'll be good for you to check out. What else? What else? Um, okay. November associate jobs are posted. So if you are li listening in the month of November, go over to our Instagram and check out those job postings. Um, uh, if you're looking for a job, if you're not, I mean, you can go look at them if you want, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, and other update is we are nearing the time where the multi-passionate chiropreneur will be showing its face again. Um, so if you are unfamiliar um, with this course, this is my signature course that is designed to help chiropractors kind of get off the hamster wheel of feeling like they just need more and more patients, bigger, bigger, bigger clinics in order to live a wealthy, abundant and life with the freedom. Um, you know, my story is basically just that, that I kind of got suffocated from having this very geographic based job that needed me in a clinic. And so I wanted to have more freedom to travel, more freedom to spend with my children. Um, but then I also wanted to simultaneously make more money. And so like within chiropractic, I feel like we're really only shown this model of work six days a week until you're 65 or 70, and then you can enjoy your life. And I was like, Bleh, I don't want that. Um, you can call me less of a chiropractor, but like, I love having a few shifts and having an amazing team and then having other sources of income too, you know, just not having all of my eggs in like needing, like, I want to have the biggest impact ever, you know, and this is the thing that like, we just talk so negatively about chiropractors and their, their side hustles or whatever. But like, I want to be able to enjoy practice. And when there's so much emphasis on like, all of your money needs to come from this practice, you kind of, you know, it can get it can take away some of the joy of practicing. So, so yeah, so we had last year, we sold out, we only had 24 spots. Um, and that sold out by like the first week of, I think we launched it the beginning of December and it sold out by like New Year's. Um, this year, we're going to have 32 spots, um, but I do anticipate it selling out again. Uh, the reason we have limited spots is because you have the training and then we have strategy calls uh, for 10 weeks. So not going to like tell you all the details. There is a landing page you can check out. And if you're even remotely interested, um, I would recommend signing up for the wait list. And we'll have that link below that you can sign up for the waitlist. All that will happen is you will get access to buying the course before everyone else. And you'll get it for anywhere between $600 to $1,100 cheaper. Um, so you're quite a, quite a bit of a discount. So um, you'll just get an email. That's all the waitlist will be. It'll say like, hey, uh, the waitlist has these three days where you can book a discovery call with me first, a free discovery call where we can just talk about where you're at in practice and what your goals are for your life and your career. And I can tell you more about the thing and we can decide together whether it's a good fit for you or not. So not pushy. All right. So let's talk about our guest today. So Adrian Jezik is a health enthusiast and entrepreneur who transformed her life through deliberate cold exposure. I like the word deliberate there because it's like, no, nah, she just didn't live in Wisconsin and was like, I hate this place. No, she chose to be cold. So she was diagnosed with three autoimmune conditions in 2012, including Hashimoto's, 
eosinophilic esophagitis and urticaria. I think I pronounced that weird. Is that how I'm supposed to say that? Like, I'm a doctor, damn it, but I, urticaria, urticaria? Mm, I don't know. Um, so Adrian sought to improve her health and well-being. Her journey led her to discover the power of ice baths, which enabled her to reverse all traces of her autoimmune conditions by August 2019. Um, so from 2012 to 2019, there we go, without the need for her prescription medications. And in addition, her personal transformation, she's created a sensory immersive mindful meditation technique that can be used during stress response in the cold. Her innovative approach to cold exposure and mindfulness led her to co-found Morizoko Forge, an electric ice bath company that has quickly gained recognition for its cutting edge technology and commitment to health and wellness. Adrienne's passion for health and wellness, coupled with her entrepreneurial spirit and dedication to innovation, make her a leader in the field of cold exposure and mindfulness. And her personal story is a testament to the power of perseverance, determination, and unwavering commitment to living a healthy and fulfilling life. Um, the Morizoko Forge cold baths are gorgeous so she is the co-founder of a company like this is who joe rogan's ice bath is is through this company they're beautiful i'm not gonna lie they're not cheap um but like hashtag goals okay because it is they're beautiful and like you actually have ice in them compared to these other ones so one day, one day, this is my goal is to own one of these things. But I think Kirby's going to expect me to cold plunge more than twice a year before I try and justify this shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's pray and get into it. Dear God, thank you so much for the continual learning about our bodies and the tools and resources that you have given us on earth. Um, so much is wrong in chronic health in our world. And so I'm just so happy that people like Adrian um, are doing the work and help these chiropractors learn to be able to just facilitate more conversations with their patients um, so that we can, you know, chiropractic is so incredible, but like, let us not forget that there are these other tools that our patients can be using at home to help facilitate their healing mentally and physically. And um, just let us all continue to learn, come to play uh, things with a, a spirit of wanting to learn more and to serve more for our patients. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, without further ado, here is my conversation with Adrian Jessic. Enjoy. Okay, so Adrian, I guess the first question I have is like, where are you? Where, where in the world are you? Today, that answer is Austin, Texas. Oh, you're in Austin. I'm going to Austin next week for Austin City Limits. Are you going to oh, be gone? Or unfortunately, I'll be here. <laughs> oh. Are you from Austin? You live in Austin during during that time because it's just insanity, and there are it it's 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 a lot. So I uh, usually try to get out of town during that time, but this time I will. I'll be here You'll in town. Still be there. So you live in Austin. I technically live in Austin. Yeah. Okay. What's with the technically? <laughs> what's well, the my company is in Phoenix, Arizona. I still okay. own a house in Phoenix, Arizona. I still spend a lot of time there. Uh, so our 10,000 square foot manufacturing warehouse is there. And I'm usually in a different state every week. So it's hard to call anywhere home, but right here. Okay. Um. And what what is your company? What's the 10,000 square foot warehouse? 
I own Marotsko Forge Electric Ice Baths. I am co-owner and co-founder. So we handcraft and manufacture our ice baths in Phoenix, Arizona. I had no idea you were the, okay. So this is how I find people is like, I just like find cool people on Instagram and I'm like, I should talk to them. <laughs> and then I'm like, what oh shit. you to me, girl? Well, did you do any research? Did you Will research you talk about bio? cold plunging? <laughs> no. Okay. So here's the deal is I actually like, I, I know you're really good at cold plunge and like educating on it. But like, there's Imagine. lots of people who are good at educating on shit and they don't own a company. I like going in blind because then I get to like, just authentically learn. Okay. Yeah. So how did you, is this like a first career? Like, how did you get into cold plunge therapy that you were like, um, I'm going to start a business. On this. this isn't a first anything. So, um, my background is actually in cosmetology, skincare, hair, making things pretty. I've also worked in career counseling, city infrastructure. I've done a lot of different things. And in my early 30s, I got really sick. I received three different diagnoses of autoimmune conditions, Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, eosinophilic esophagitis, and urticaria. So my body was just attacking itself. Mm -hmm. And I spent a few years following traditional medicine. So um, I could, you know, going yeah, to the doctor, we know where that went. Yeah. Taking the pills, you know, and, and I, I don't want, I don't say anything bad about traditional medicine. Understand this is an important practice for people. So I would I, say they course, don't do autoimmune super well. I can't block anyone in that. <laughs> I can't lump anyone in that. There are doctors and medical professionals out there that do. And there are mm -hmm. doctors and medical professionals out there that do not. That's fair. So I would never lump an entire profession into a judgment like that. Right. So I will start there by saying it is very important for us to have modern medicine. Thank God, because my right arm is filled with plates and pins. And that was an important part of that. Yes, exactly. So, but what I did discover was that I was not on the right path for health and wellness and autoimmune. And the more I trusted my doctors, the more that I went into modern medicine, the more I could see that I wasn't getting better, I was getting worse. And every time I got worse, I got another prescription, was sent to another specialist. I was up to about four specialists every year, regular appointments, trying to keep me alive, basically. And through this, what I learned was that number one, no one knows my body like I do. No one is more responsible for my health, my life, my existence than I am. And so in this practice of taking on my health for myself, being responsible for my own health, what I learned was that there were alternative methods of healing. I learned how to use food as medicine. I started with my first step into all of this was the Walls Protocol by Dr. Terry Walls. It's a book where she shares low inflammation food regimen for managing the symptoms of autoimmune, specifically for MS. But I figured, you know, if you're managing your inflammation, that's a good place to start. Right. Just knowing what I know in skincare that tells yeah. me that there's inflammation, there's something to pay attention to. And if we can manage our inflammation, that's a good place to start for our healing. And so I started with the way that I was eating, which did make me feel good. It gave me a little bit of energy. And when you're putting good food in your body, inevitably you're going to be feeling those effects. Went through the whole elimination diet, made sure that everything that I was eating wasn't something that caused any type of irritation or reaction. Because I did have, I developed strange allergies that I'd never had in my entire life. So I became allergic to eggs. I became allergic to My eggs. husband randomly became allergic to eggs. Yeah. 
just randomly. And what does that tell you about the biome, the gut biome, right? This is an egg. This is the world's perfect food. Why all of a sudden as an adult, does your body suddenly recognize that as a threat? And so this is a really good practice for me into intentional and mindful eating. You know, through reading books, uh, modern self-help and nonfiction books, reading old, more than 50 years old fiction books, so like Hemingway and Steinbeck. And what I was learning was that there are ancient practices that we have always used that somehow in our modern technology society, we've sort of abandoned. And one Mm -hmm. of those was cold exposure. Now, I need to preface this by saying six years into my ice bath practice, I don't like the cold. Okay. Cause I was going to tell you, like, I don't, you're, you're, this is your uphill battle. I need you to sell this so much that I I've done it twice. And I'm like, it feels great afterwards. So happy to have done it. But every morning, my husband's like, you're going to cold plunge this morning. I'm like, no. So you're I not understand. six years in, you still don't like it. I still don't like it. So I don't practice deliberate cold exposure because I like it. I practice because my life depends on it. So when I first approached the cold, I mean, like I said, mind you, I'm a Florida girl. I grew up in Florida. I lived in Hawaii. Summer is my favorite time of year. Even if I'm in Phoenix and Austin, all these people are out here complaining and I'm just like, bring on the heat. And I was ready to try anything. At the point in time when I was finally standing in front of an ice bath, ready to take that first plunge, I realized I would have tried anything. If you told me that putting leeches all over my body was going to help me feel those symptoms of autoimmune, I would have done it. Right. So my first ice bath was on November 6th, 2017. Hosted it in my backyard, invited a few friends over. We filled up a a horse trough with a couple hundred pounds of ice. We did a couple of rounds of Wim Hof breath work, and then it was time to take the plunge. And I had no idea what I was doing. Wim Hof breath work is great. It's so powerful for inflammation reduction. It does all kinds of things that are good for the body, but it doesn't tell you how to take an ice bath. So I walk over to the tub, complete novice. I put one foot on either side of the tub. I put one hand on either side of the tub. I drop myself in to the ice water held my breath. Turns out that was nine seconds. I leapt out. I freaked out and I felt amazing. There were two things that happened right away that I, that made me know for sure I was going to do this again. Like not that day, but it was definitely (laughs) going to do this again. And the first thing that I noticed was the chronic pain that I had in my legs for more than 10 years that nothing would touch was completely gone. Now, anyone you know, or if you have ever lived with chronic pain, you understand that even a moment's relief can give you all the peace in the world. The other thing that I noticed was I had this sense of empowerment, like I'd never felt in my entire life. Over time, I realized that that meant that I'd I'd been living my life in a false bravado up until that point. But this gave me a sense of true empowerment, like of all the things I couldn't do as a chronically ill person, as identifying as a chronically ill person, all the things I couldn't do, this was something I did. Now, if you guys are really interested and you want to see this first ice bath, just Google Adrian's first ice bath. It's on Marotz Go Forge YouTube. It's a really funny video. You won't recognize it. My first ice bath is also recorded. And yeah, I think this should be a trend of recording people's first ice bath because they're funny. They're very funny. You know, they're funny and they're powerful. Yeah. 
We always remember our first. Mm -hmm. We always remember first. It's such an incredible impact on us physically, mentally, emotionally. And so, like I said, I knew right away, like I was going to do this again. And I did like a week later. And then again, two more weeks later. And quickly, I started to realize that it wasn't, it was the approach that I was using to the cold that was really causing the anxiety. Doing this Wim Hof breath work, this hyperventilative, holotropic, hyperactive breath work, and then preparing to meet the cold was not the energy I needed as a chronically ill person, as someone who identified as a chronically ill person. What I needed was not, not to meet the cold with competition. I had to find a way to meet the cold with ultimate surrender. And in order to do that, it wasn't approaching an ice bath and going, I can do this. I'm going to do this and hyping myself up because what that did was created a sense of anxiety within me. Mm. So instead, what I started to do was draw on my own experience in dialectical, dialectical behavioral therapy, yoga, nidra, mindfulness practices. And as I was standing in front of that ice bath, it was like the third or fourth ice bath that I took. I thought, well, what if I just step in? And then once I'm in, I just sit down. And then once I sit down, I just breathe. And I choose this. I choose this discomfort. I understand it's going to be uncomfortable. And I fully surrender to that discomfort. And that was the first time that I was able to meet a full two minutes in the cold. And I stepped out and I still ran over and jumped in the pool because it was like 55 degrees. So it felt warm compared to the ice bath. How cold was your and ice bath? 33. Oh, shit. Okay. We yeah. have, I have like a laundry list of questions and yeah. So, okay. 33. Ask them all. <laughs> ask them all. I am an open book. So ask them all. So 33 degrees. Um, I personally believe that in order to create the metabolic change needed to reverse autoimmune or any type mm -hmm. of chronic illness that we have to shock the system. We have to intentionally put our minds and bodies into a state of fight or flight to then calmly teach ourselves how to remain calm through that. Also by putting our bodies into a state of fight or flight, all of our systems have to come online and work at optimum efficiency in order to keep you alive. So it's almost like this reset for your internal system. Like, oh, this is how we're supposed to behave and operate. This is what we're supposed to do to keep the body alive. I also believe that by creating this external resilience, it's like giving the dog a job. Mm -hmm. that dog doesn't have a job our bodies are attacking ourselves that's not the right way to do it mm. the dog that doesn't have a job destroys your home or your apartment right dog that has a job is calm so by introducing this external resilience this extreme something to actually be fight or flight about because so many yeah. of us because like that's what i was gonna say but like but people are already in fight or flight mm -hmm. so like but you put them so in the body's like, the oh this is fight my life yeah yeah yeah. And this practice taught me that I had been living my entire life in a state of fight or flight. I'd lived my whole life in this challenging energy, this fighter energy, this, I'm going to compete against the world. I am going, I am defensive. I am offensive. I am a fighter, but our bodies aren't meant to keep up with that. Mm -mm. And so the autoimmune was my body's way of saying, girl, if you don't stop, we're going to kill you. If you don't find a way to calm down, we're going to put you under the ground. Right. Okay. So I live in Wisconsin where, uh, for about 10 and a half months out of the year, it is 33 degrees. <laughs> That's a slight exaggeration. It's only nine months here. Um, how come I can't just go outside? 
Like, cause sometimes it's like literally zero out. Like, why can't I just go outside naked? Cold air affects the surface of the skin. Cold water penetrates and affects your body's internal core temperature. Mm. So I think of cold water as like cold concentrate. Cold air is effective. That's why cryo is so popular. It's effective. It's also very easy for many people. When we put ourselves and we submerge in cold water, specifically all the way up to the neck in order to stimulate the vagus nerve, mm-hmm. oh, we can shit. get up to a That's 520% my- increase in norepinephrine and dopamine. Those effects last for hours, sometimes days. When you adopt this as a regular practice, you are retraining your body how to produce those feel-good chemicals on command. Okay, so how cold, how long? 33 degrees. I don't two want to. Okay. Sorry. Because <laughs> we think if I feel this good at two minutes, well, then I'll feel like Superman or Wonder Woman at 10 minutes. And the truth is this is a minimum effective dose practice. Two minutes for max health benefits. Now saying that my sweet spot's usually about three thirty. Okay. So you find for yourself where that sweet spot is, but two minutes full submergent up to the neck, hands, arms, feet in. Do you have to do longer if it's not that cold? So like if it's a balmy water, the longer you have to stay for that effect, keeping in mind that once you're over 45 degrees, you're just not going to get that one, two punch the same way that you do when you activate fight or flight. Okay. When you say the one, two punch, what's the one, the two, sorry, norepinephrine and dopamine. Oh, so you're going to get that experience of norepinephrine and dopamine from 55 or below. But if you want that surge, you want that 520% increase, you want that change in your metabolic health, you have to activate fight or flight. It's got to be below 35 degrees. Yeah, I thought you said 45. I'm like fighting for every degree. Okay, so it's below 35. 35 Fahrenheit, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Um, And now keep in mind, this is how I feel about it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I am someone who has reversed autoimmune through this practice. I'm someone who has now guided thousands of people, not only through their first ice bath, but also helped hundreds of people reverse autoimmune, reverse cancer, create a completely different picture of metabolic health for themselves, helps with PTSD, post-traumatic growth, substance misuse recovery, you name it. And I've worked with people from all over with all walks of life, all different maladies in order to help them through the cold and find the ways the cold is going to benefit them. So through this practice, we, en- we ended up creating a product because when we got into this practice, my two business owners and I, my two business partners and I, there was nothing on the market for the home user. So we created the space for the home user. In addition to creating the space, we also share the knowledge. I created the Marotsko Method. This is a sensory immersive, mindful meditation to help you move through that stress response in the cold or anywhere in life with a mindful practice. I now teach and certify guides all over the world in this method so that they can then help their clients, their guests, their customers, whoever it is, their friends, their family, move through the cold with a calm and intentional mindset. I believe the way we meet the cold is a direct reflection of how we meet our stressors in life. Mm. Use the cold as the safe place to experience that fight or flight, to re-experience that trauma from a place of safety 
so that we can teach ourselves the practice of response rather than reaction. Oh, that's interesting. So you're teaching your body to surrender to what's not known, like to pain, to discomfort. We have a very comfort-seeking society. And so like, that's, that's the hurdle to come overcome. Like, I don't like, that's my hurdle. I don't want to be uncomfortable. And it's like, well, how is that showing L up elsewhere in life? And you're like, oh shit, I didn't expect this to be like a mental spiritual thing. I thought I was just getting in a cold plunge so I could make a TikTok. Um, Okay. So you talked a lot about some of the benefits. Uh, Is there, like you keep saying metabolism also. Metabolic disease. So I'm talking about metabolic disease. Okay. Tell me metabolic disease being cancer, autoimmune, things like that. Okay. So it won't help because I saw something about increasing brown fat. It can help you increase brown fat. Cold exposure does help increase brown fat. So for those of you that aren't familiar with brown fat, when we are babies, we do not have, we have not developed the muscles to shiver and shivering creates kinetic energy, which is what we use to warm the body. So when we're babies and we don't have those muscles yet, our backs are completely covered in brown fat. And that's the mechanism we use to warm our bodies. As we develop the muscles to shiver, that brown fat starts to shrink. And what we learned in 2012 is that by adopting a deliberate cold exposure, we can increase and regrow that brown fat. When we shiver, our body is using kinetic energy to heat up the body. When we suppress the shiver, which can be done by taking a deep breath and on the exhale, relaxing those shiver muscles, our body still needs to warm itself. And that's when it will go to brown fat. The brown fat will turn white fat into burning energy, and that's how it will heat the body which can have an effect on your metabolism, so can shivering. Shivering also requires energy and can have an effect on the metabolism. Keeping in mind that there are benefits to both. There are benefits to being stronger than your body's most strong physiological response, such as the shiver effect, and being able to breathe calmly through that and suppress that effect, grow the brown fat to turn the white fat into burning energy. This is also creating deep emotional resilience. By allowing the body to shiver, we are still creating that kinetic kinetic energy. We're still burning calories. We're still affecting our metabolism, but we are also releasing the physical muscle memory that our tissues carry from previous trauma. So if you've ever heard of TRE exercises or Dr. Peter Levine, they talk about the benefit of shaking to release the physical muscle of trauma. Oh, interesting. That's one of the benefits of shivering as a result of cold. So, okay. So do I, all right. So I'm in the the two times I've done it. And now I don't even can say I've done it because I think the water was like 52 degrees. I was cold. Okay. (laughs) Shoot. I didn't, I thought I had cold plunge. I have not. Um, okay. So my husband was like, because I'm just like, you just have an ice bath. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. That makes me feel better. Um, okay. So do I want to shiver or do I want to take a breath and resist shivering? Cause the shivering, the releasing, it depends on what you're working on. So if you're working on a release of trauma, if you have PTSD or CPTSD, or if you lived through a traumatic experience and we are specifically working together 
so that you can transmute that post-traumatic stress into post-traumatic growth, then we want to shiver. If you're working on your mental and emotional resilience, maybe you're a very reactive person. I used to be a very reactive person. Then suppressing that shiver is going to teach you a deep level of emotional resilience. So it depends on what you're working on and both are beneficial. Where did, okay, so you talked about kind of coming, like this is like an ancient practice. Can you talk about like who was doing what when, like, where, where do we have, um, well, like I'll tell you, it wasn't that long ago that we were running three days across a glacier in a loincloth to catch a meal. From the minute we invented fire, we became more technologically advanced than our bodies were ever going to biologically keep up with. As soon as we started inventing fire, as soon as we discovered fire, we now knew how to keep ourselves warm in a cold climate. So this is the beginning of us seeking comfort through temperature regulation. Now we get to go from air-conditioned office to air-conditioned home to air-conditioned shopping mall. Or if it's in the wintertime, we go into heated home to heated car to heated office. We keep in our body at 75 degrees. All day long. Yeah. Making sure we have no discomfort whatsoever. But Eastern Europeans, Russians have been sitting in cold water, cold air, doing contrast therapy for millennia. These are ancient practices. We've been doing this forever. So is contrast therapy going from ice bath to hot tub? Yeah. Yeah, not necessarily hot tub. Okay. So when we take an ice bath, we experience vasoconstriction. So that's the squeezing, all of our, all of our vascular systems going to constrict. When we step out, we experience vasodilation. So that's like giving your vascular system the full push-up. It's very rare that it gets constriction. The only way it can experience constriction is if we're in cold water. And is so, that good for cardiovascular to like oh my God, exercise? There are, there are maladies in modernity. I could talk to you about digital ulceritis, which is a malady in modernity specifically due to poor circulation. The reason you're cold, your hands or feet are cold all the time is poor circulation. The reason your grandmother needs a sweater when it's 70 degrees, poor circulation. The reason we get angry over 70 at any temperature under 70 degrees and we can't stand the cold, poor circulation. And that's so, because we haven't like exercised out. our arterial vasoconstriction. This is the workout our our vascular system needs. Makes great sense. Okay, I cut you off. You were talking about, okay, we were talking about, uh, so vasoconstriction, then afterwards, the vasodilator. Yeah, so the ice bath creates vasoconstriction. When we get out of it and our blood comes back into our body, we experience vasodilation. So we've just done our full workout. Mm -hmm. If we get into hot water, such as like a hot tub, we're going back to vasoconstriction. Okay. If we are in a sauna, so hot air, even if it's a steam sauna, we experience vasodilation. So ice bath sauna is going to give you constriction, dilation. Ice bath hot tub is constriction, 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 constriction. Just keep that in mind. It's just important to know. So, okay. But I just heard that I could just skip the ice bath and do a hot tub and also get basal constriction. Ooh, you're good. <laughs> because this but is how much I don't want the discomfort. Proteins. 
you won't get the cold shock proteins. You don't get that 520% increase in norepinephrine and dopamine. You don't get that fight or flight response, which is then teaching the body how to move calmly through the stress response through resilience. You're right. Just really trying to avoid. Okay. Are there people who shouldn't do this? There are contraindications, just like anything, there are contraindications. So if you experience syncope or if you tend to faint, that would be a contraindication. Uh, If you have a pacemaker, anyone who has a pacemaker, I simply don't put them in the cold. Interesting. There are other cardiovascular conditions that can be preventative for cold exposure. Just get approval from your doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, Pregnancy can be considered a contraindication. That being said, I've guided so many pregnant mamas through the cold, even for their first time. I know so many women who struggled to conceive, started a deliberate cold exposure practice, conceived, carried to term, and had a healthy baby, even at 43 years old, and seizures. If you experience any type of seizures, there are just so many different, I mean, there are dozens and dozens of kinds out there. We know so little about them. And this is an extreme that, you know, this can be, this can feel like an extreme experience. So if you experience seizures, I would also make sure that you check with your doctor first. And if you're unsure, check with your doctor. If they tell you don't do it, get a second opinion. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, like, I don't know that, um, I don't know if like, is this taught in medical school? Like, this feels I didn't go to like, medical school. I don't like, know. I feel like this is one of those um more ancient practices like saunas and I mean there's a bunch of them. Um that we as a society parasite cleanse, you know, like these things that like as a society, especially in America, like we're kind of rediscovering. It's like, oh, look at us discovering cold plunge. And it's like, well. It's actually been around for a really, really long time. Um, and so it is difficult to find really educated advice on all of these, they're not fringe, ancient health practices. And so it can be really misguiding um, for someone, you know, if they're like, I, how do you know about this? And they're like, I, nothing. We, you know. Well, it's remembering. Hmm. I think that we are, this is my personal opinion about where we are as a society right now, is I think we're in a deep remembering, a remembering of who we were, of what our spirituality is, of what our options are. I personally believe our greatest tools are the tools that we carry with us everywhere we go. Sunshine, breath, fasting, mindful intention, exposure to heat and cold experiencing that discomfort in order to grow our resilience. We cannot build big, beautiful biceps without first ripping and tearing our muscles. Growth comes from discomfort. And I think that this is a remembering of our ancient practices. Keeping in mind one ancient practice, Ayurvedic medicine, very popular among a lot of people, even me, love Ayurvedic medicine. But Ayurvedic medicine tells us to avoid the cold, specifically as women. And to avoid the cold around here above all. Well, cool story, bro. But the thing is, is (laughs) medicine was created in ancient times. And modern maladies need modern responses, modern answers. Some of this we can pull from ancient practices, our hot cold, our fasting, our breath work, our sun exposure. 
We can pull from those ancient practices, but it's important to be mindful when pulling from our ancient practices and understanding how does this affect me in a modern time with modern technology, with modern maladies. Are there, does anybody get like headaches or like negative side effects sometimes of like, that would be an indicator they're breathing wrong. They're just doing something wrong. Like, are there any yellow flags that's like, Hey, uh, you should change the way you're doing this. There, there are side effects that can be uncomfortable. So for one, you might get like a light little headache right here, typically a sign of dehydration. So when we take an ice bath, the body goes through a full lymphatic flush. So you're detoxifying. And when we flush our lymphatic system, our lymphatic system holds every medication we've ever taken, every vaccine we've ever had, every illness we've ever experienced, as well as all kinds of other outside free radical debris that our body consumes. So when we go through that lymphatic flush, for one, I say make sure and hydrate. Hydrate the same way that you would if you were preparing for or just had a lymphatic massage. So drink a lot of water leading up, drink a lot of water after. So you can feel that kind of like light little headache from dehydration. You can also feel flu-like symptoms. If you are going through a deep detox, if you are new to detoxification, if you are still putting McDonald's into your body, you are going to feel some flu-like symptoms after an ice bath because your body is shoving those toxins out. So, okay. So can somebody like, okay. Uh, Cause I want to talk about, like you talked about like guiding people through it, like what guiding means. So like, what if I like came to you and I was like, I would like to do this. Do you talk to people about like, okay, we also have, you have, if you're going to do this, you need to change your diet. You need to change certain pillars of your life. I never tell anyone to do anything, but what I am going to do is ask about your lifestyle so that I can prepare you for what to experience. Okay. And in the Moronsko Method certification, this is part of what I teach, how to speak to your client in a way that you can understand their lifestyle, their goals, what they're working on, how to prepare them for the cold, and how to prepare them to integrate that into their lives. So if you come to see me, you might see me for one session, maybe three. At max, you'll see me 10 times, max, max. I don't want clients for life. I'm teaching you how to do this. I'm empowering you in your lifestyle to do this on your own. And then I'm letting you go. So what I'm doing is finding out who are you? What are you doing? Are you interested in making total life changes? If you are, we'll have those conversations. If you're not, well, this is what you're going to experience when you go through this. I'm not here to judge you. We are all in a different path of our healing. You got to start somewhere. Right. So what kind of questions would you ask to someone like me who I don't currently have any diagnosed autoimmune disorders? Um, I'm not dealing with any diagnosis of like anxiety, PTSD, depression. Um, I just know it's good for me. What kind of questions or things would you tell me to like help prepare me to do this? Well, first I'd ask, why are you here? Like, like on and if it's just because it's no, if you're here to take my stuff and it's just because it's good for you, let's talk about what to expect. What you can expect is to hyperventilate. It'll feel difficult to take a deep breath. 
You can expect tingling in the fingers and the toes. You can expect to feel some mild cramping. You can expect to get out and feel like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so you wouldn't necessarily talk through other lifestyle things I'm doing. Not unless there's something in particular work you're working on. Mm-hmm. You're just here because you want to have the experience and you heard that it's good for you. That's what we're going to focus on. If you're working on changing or reversing autoimmune or cancer, or, you know, maybe you went through sexual assault or physical assault, or maybe you're recovering from substance misuse. Maybe you're a combat veteran. Maybe you're someone who experienced homelessness and you houselessness, and you are reintegrating into society. There are a lot of different reasons that people come to me. Maybe you're autistic. Maybe you have ADHD, anxiety, depression. I'm going to ask you questions like, what's your food regimen? How's your sleep? What are you currently working on? What are you currently doing to help mitigate these symptoms? What's your lifestyle like? Do you experience a lot of stress? You know, so what I'm trying to do is just understand who are you? And how can I maximize this two minute experience for you? Right. So cold plunge therapy. Okay. Number one, rad in that. If you were going to like wave a magic wand and everybody in America is cold plunging, except for the people who are contraindicated, yada, yada, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to say next. Okay. Second thing that you would add as a lifestyle habit, if you could wave a magic wand. So second to the cold. Yeah breath. Oh, that's a good one. There is only one thing that we need every single day. And that is to breathe. We don't need to eat every day. We can survive on a night without sleep. The power of our breath can shift our mindset, our physical body, and the way that we react and respond to the world around us. It's a tool we can take with us everywhere we go. It's a tool we can use right in front of someone standing on stage in front of thousands of people, and no one even has to know you're using it. It can have such a powerful effect on us. It can also help reverse autoimmune. It can also help mitigate symptoms of illness. It can also help us recover from trauma and reframe our post-traumatic stress into post-traumatic growth. The breath is the most powerful tool we have. And we even need that when we are using the cold as a healing therapy. Do you, cause you had talked about Winhof breath. How did you, it sounds like, so basically you had come to breath work before cold plunge. No. How did you introduced at the same time? Okay. So at the time I knew nothing about it there really right. wasn't anything. I mean, this is, you know, six years ago, there wasn't anything out there. And so it was just like, okay, this is what people are doing. So this is what I'm going to do. And that's when I quickly discovered like Wim Hof breathwork is great. It doesn't belong for me anywhere near the cold. I like to think of Wim as this like challenging yang energy, like this argh, competition, you know, he's all breathe motherfucker. <laughs> you know, the Morozko method is calm, nurturing surrender. It's the yin it's that calming energy. We approach the cold like a deep breath of fresh air. We also have a guided experience. So when I say that, I mean that you have someone who's been trained, certified, 
and practiced standing in front of you, ready to walk you through the mindful meditation. There's a specific verbatim, word for word, mindful meditation as part of the Morosco method. So they're going to use that to help guide you into a state of calm before you ever step into the water. Using sensory immersion, sound, lighting, smells, to help bring you out of your head and into your body, out of that anxious state into this calm state before your toes ever touch water. So that when you do step in, you approach it with calm. You might hyperventilate and fight or flight and freeze while you're in there, but we're right there, mirroring your eyes, activating those mirror neurons to help you keep calm showing you how to breathe and breathing with you to help you keep calm. We use sound bowls tied to a note in a chakra of the body that is also going to add to healing practice that you are discovering. We use smells to create a ceremony, an environment that is meant for calm, peace, and healing. Because again, we do seek comfort. And we understand that growth comes from discomfort. But how can we create ceremony around this difficult medicine that we choose to take for our healing practice? So when you say in person, like you literally mean in, in person. I can do it in person or on Zoom. In person is okay. always more effective, right. but both can be done. I also have meditations online. So if you don't have access to me or a guide, just go click on a meditation. Mm -hmm. I know people that have listened to those meditations from the start of their practice and still do. I was on a call with a guy the other day. He said, Adrian, I've heard your voice and your meditations. First time we ever met and it was on a call. He said, I've heard your voice and your meditations more times than I think I've heard my own alarm clock. <laughs> That's powerful. Yeah. So no, I don't have to be there. And yes, if I'm standing in front of you, that's going to be a powerful experience. You're going to feel held in that experience. You're going to feel the ceremony in that experience. When I can affect you by the lighting, the environment, the smells, the sounds, I'm controlling the entire experience for you. I'm creating this nest of healing on your medicine journey with the cold. Mm -hmm. And you that's can do that for yourself too. What's one of the biggest misconceptions that people have with cold plunge therapy? That it's painful because it's not. It's not painful. It's no, it's not. Yeah. If you've ever broken a bone or gotten stitches or had a concussion, been in a car accident, had whiplash, banged your knee on a coffee table, banged your toe on a couch, that's pain. Mm -hmm. What we experience in the cold is not pain. It's discomfort. Like just even the mindset shift, like that's, that's huge. Like that is not something to be, you know, even gla glazed over of just like, cause I feel like when I've approached it, I've combined discomfort and pain and just like the power of telling your body, this isn't painful. You're not in pain. You're uncomfortable and your body naturally seeks comfort. Like it's, that's how we're designed to seek comfort. And like, that is a powerful mind shift. We're just like, our not mind is the most powerful. The strongest pill on the market is the placebo. And it's because we are what we believe we are. 
The other thing is, is that most of us have never felt cold water, not like this, in our entire lives. So when we experience it and we start to freak out, it's because the brain doesn't know where to put the physical sensation of feeling cold. So to me, when I'm guiding you, as soon as you step into the water, I say, this is what cold feels like. Because then the brain can create this file folder and say, oh, this sensation, this is what cold feels like. I'm going to put that there. And then automatically you calm down because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, this is what cold feels like. Just knowing that you're not dying. Like literally, I think like hearing from you, like, okay, so 33 degrees, two minutes, I am not going not to die. Dying. Like quite literally, like this is safe. This is okay. Are you sure? Because it does not feel safe, Adrian. I don't, but going like you are, you are safe. How long would be too long? Airplanes too. And that lasts a heck of a lot longer. So what is the not safe? Can we, can you just like, tell me that so I can continue to remind myself when I am safe, even though I'm really uncomfortable. Not safe is pushing yourself past two minutes for no reason other than to feel better. Right. Again, like I said, we think if at two minutes, we feel good because this is us in society. If a little bit feels good, then a lot can feel great. No, 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 no. Calm down. Two minutes. Don't, excuse me. Don't push. Do your two minutes. Maybe wait five, 10 seconds. Your brain's not just two minutes. I'm out. Mm-hmm. But do your two minutes and get out. And remind me of the question. What, what would be unsafe? Because okay. you said you do yeah. three and a half minutes, right? Yeah, I do about three and a half, but like these people that uh, another unsafe is saying, I'm going to commit to a seven day, 30 day, 90 day, or 365 day challenge. And I'm going to take an ice bath every single day for this many days. That's not safe. How come? You're not asking your body what you need. It's important to check in with your body and see what you need. We don't need an ice bath every single day. Oh, I'm so glad to hear you say seven that. Seven days in a row, 30 days in a row, 365 days. In a row. What are you trying to prove? The only thing we need to do every day is breathe. So I get, I get angry. You can tell I get angry about these challenges where they're like every day for seven days, every day for 30 days, like calm down. How often, how do you know how often to do it? Check in with your body. Well, my body told me I don't want to do it. The number one is access. How often can you do it? Right. Mm -hmm. Because we don't just all have fancy ice baths or cold plunges at home where we can just do it. Right. Or maybe we don't have access to a place where we can get a membership and do our cold. So if access is going to be your number one challenge, if you have regular access, it's important to find where does this fit in my life? Mm-hmm. When are the benefits keeping in mind, it's different for men than for women. We feel sensation more in the seven days leading up to our cycle than we do any other time of the month. So, you know, as an esthetician, I'd say, don't wax seven days before your cycle. As a cold plunge guide, as a, as an ice bath guide, I'm going to tell you, well, if it's seven days before your cycle, you may feel it more. The surface of your skin may feel more tender. And so having that awareness, checking in with yourself, understanding what am I working on? If I am working on reversing a metabolic disease, then maybe I do want to do it three, four or five times a week. But give yourself a day of rest. We even do this in strength training. You know, like go easy. If you take one ice bath and that's the only one you take for your entire life, you're a changed person. 
Okay, but I need I need more structure than that. Like, so like, should I be shooting for like twice a week? I need more structure, Adrian. My qu- <laughs> <laughs> my question for you then to would be, what are you working on? If you're just doing it because you heard it, it's good for you. Right. Yeah, two days a week is fine. But what are you really working on? I feel like you're judging what do you me want now. To change. <laughs> What do you want to change in your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? What are you working on? What's your intention? Mm-hmm. Did you bring up ADHD? Did you like yeah. throw that in there at one point? How does sure it? How? Okay, so I said I don't have any diagnosis, and I say that that's still true. I have never been diagnosed with ADHD, um, but well, we like hypothetically, symptoms of yeah. And so what's happening in the brain is, like I said, 33 degrees, full submergent up to the neck, two minutes. You get a 520% increase in norepinephrine and dopamine. You're also increasing your serotonin, your oxytocin, all these feel-good chemicals. What that does is it creates an environment of calm. Like I said, those effects can last for hours, sometimes days. When you develop this as a regular practice, you're retraining your brain how to produce feel-good chemicals, the chemicals that keep us calm, the chemicals that keep us focused, the chemicals that keep us in the present state. Okay. Yeah. So within chiropractic, when somebody's starting, you have to, um, in order to like, you're training your brain, right? Like you're training your brain, like you're talking about. So there's a period in the beginning where you are doing it more often. And then as your body becomes trained, you don't need it as often. Is that a similar thing where it's like, okay, I think so. So like when I first started this practice, especially once we had our first like ugly prototype and I had 24 seven cold, it was really important for me as someone who was so deeply suffering from autoimmune and the symptoms of it to practice daily. And there were times when I would take an ice bath more than once a day, especially if I had an allergic reaction, especially if I had an allergic reaction, because then instead of reaching for medicine, I reached for the cold. It took less than two years for my very first ice bath to fully reverse all trace of autoimmune in my system, get off every prescription pill, including the live antibody shots I was getting twice a month. Can you eat eggs now? Uh, Huh? Can you eat eggs now? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I still can't take ibuprofen, but who cares? It's poison. Right. Exactly. Right. I can't take NyQuil. Same thing. It's the red dye, but who cares? It's poison. I can't wear perfume or cologne. It still gives me a complete allergic reaction, but who cares? It's poison. Right. That's like your body's doing what it should do. Like, I don't like that. That's poison. Instead of recognizing everything as a threat, keeping in mind, I was in this state of fight or flight my whole little life. So after a while, my body started to recognize everything as a threat. It didn't know what was, what was dangerous. So I was retraining it. Well, once I reversed autoimmune, once I got off all the medication, it's like maintenance. And it's like any other habit. You fall into a good practice. You're doing great. I did like three or four ice baths this week. And then next week you're like, I don't want to. It's been two and a half weeks since I've taken an ice bath. And I will be taking one today. You know why? Because my legs are a little uncomfortable. My knees hurt just a little bit. And it's probably because I sit cross-legged all day long. And I sit on my legs and like all that stuff. But I know the answer. When I experience the symptoms, when I experience those things kind of creeping back in or I'm not feeling my best, I know that the answer is the cold. 
Love that. That helps. Um, okay. So then to kind of summarize, you have someone who's listening, who's like, okay, I've never done this before. What kind of summarize what are like some of the, like the three steps or like, you know, to kind of getting their mind physical environment, right. To take this plunge. <laughs> well, for one, go to YouTube, Moronska Forge meditations playlist, and just press play. I'll walk you through it every step of the way. But the most important thing is to remember the way you approach the cold is going to shape your experience. So getting yourself to a state of calm before you step into the water is the most important thing. So focusing on your breath, setting an intention. Why am I doing this? I am healing. That's my favorite. I just remind myself when I'm in the cold, I am healing. And when you're in there and you're hyperventilating, it doesn't last long, 30, 45 seconds. Remember that you're working on reversing the breath. When we hyperventilate, we go. And so what we're working on is going. So bringing in that oxygen, allowing the exhale to fall. And then just remembering, keep your neck and your shoulders relaxed. Keep your hands and your arms open, floating, relaxed. Don't clench your fists. Don't clench your feet. Don't tighten. Open, relax, surrender. Notice those sensations in your hand and your feet. Allow them to move through you. Thank your body for all that it has shown you, all that it is doing for you. Set yourself a little timer so you know when it's been two minutes. When you stand out, stand up tall, stand strong, stand in a power pose. Feet wider than hip distance apart, hands and fists on your hips, with your thumbs pointing behind you, chest out, shoulders back, chin up. Just breathe until everything comes back to center. In other methods, people get out, they do push-ups, they do squats, they do this thing and they're all worked up. No, 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 no. Everything we do around the cold is calm. When we step out of the ice, we want to create a physical muscle memory of that calm empowerment. By doing that, we stand in power pose. We stand strong. We gather our breath. We remind ourselves, look what I just did. We allow ourselves to regulate within that stillness. And that's it. Why do, why would somebody recommend doing push-ups and squats after? Because it's going to bring the heat back into the body in a physical way. Okay. What we're doing by standing in power pose is we're saying, I'm going to allow my body to warm itself up the way it's meant to, shivering or brown fat or a combination of both. This is also teaching you that you are stronger than your body's strongest physiological responses. This goes into lending to your practice and building your emotional resilience. If I curl into myself and I grab a towel and I can't stand up and I can't move my hands, I'm creating a physical muscle memory of that fear and anxiety. Mm -hmm. If I immediately jump into squats or push-ups or a workout, then I'm saying that I need action to create change. And what I've learned in life is that the more change I want to create, there's less doing, more being. Mm -hmm. There is so much more power in the practice of stillness in the face of adversity than there is into reactivity. I feel like super naive um, going into this conversation because like, I, I feel like there's so much conversation around the physical 
and like mental benefits, but like, but yes, there's a scientific, like, you know, it's still like a physical reaction in your body that's doing this. And like the power of the intention and the mindset and using this as a healing technique, not like, cause you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heals uh, inflammation. Like that's easy to be like, it's healing, but that is a, I am a passenger in that. So like, I kind of was viewing this of like, okay, I'm going to get on the train and what's it going to do for me? And you're really talking about how to get the full experience. I'm not a passenger. Like I am an active participant in like the intention of healing. Nailed it. Oh, it's so I much deeper than so I thought. so much to guide you through a session and then we can do a part two. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Sure, sure. Okay. That's <laughs> accountability there. <laughs> um, okay. So that kind of leads me to my last question is like, I need to get an actual cold punch. So like right now I have my husband has okay. um, this like $100 inflatable tub that's just like okay are we gonna actually do this or is this gonna be like a a flavor of the season and I we're both at the point where we're like no okay we're going to do this so talk to me about your product well we are Marotsko Forge we were the first in the space for the at-home user for deliberate cold exposure Really? Yes. Congratulations, Adrian. That's amazing. I do no we research. We feel to create an industry and we did. Uh, we make ice. We are the only company in North America that can do so. Everyone else uses external chiller units. So what you're cooling your $100 tub with is this big box of something that's plumbed into the tub. The water runs through it to cool it. We have a refrigeration system. Our ice bath makes its own ice. We are also the only ones that you don't use any additional harsh chemicals. We use micron filtration, ozone disinfection. As far as I'm aware, everyone else out there requires chlorine, aldehyde, descummers, bromine, other harsh chemicals that if you are a chronically ill person, you don't want to sit in a bath. No. Not to mention it creates a headache for maintenance. We are plug and play. You plug it in, you fill it with water, you have 24-7 access to a crystal clear water ice bath. We have the most comprehensive warranty in the industry. It is cover to cover. Personal use model, three years. Commercial use model, five years. We also provide training for you, for your staff, for anyone who's interested in becoming a Marotsko Method Certified Guide. And you don't have to have a Marotsko Ice Bath to do that. So I have an online training course. I also teach in-person workshops. And our product has just been out there the longest. It is also the luxury product. It's not meant for everyone. Right. We didn't set out to build a luxury product. We just set out to build the best possible product we could. Turns out that's the Ferrari of ice baths. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are. I want to look one up and see what they look like. I want to hear your first reaction when you do. Oh, I like it. Okay. So here's, I wasn't going to say anything. And, um, I, all right, I'm pulling up more pictures. I'm looking at the Mara, Mara. Oh, so there's ice in it. It makes its own ice. That's freaking cool. Okay, I like it. I like it because it has, um, I, 
a lot of the ones, and I don't even know the names. I'm not going to say many ways because I don't pay attention. Um, but Instagram keeps showing me these like elaborate, uh, bath. I don't know, like almost like, um, I don't white know. Plastic I, yes, 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 tub. yes. I don't want that in my house. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that in my backyard. I don't want that. I like this. Oh, okay. These are, these are cute. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. They're also handcrafted in Phoenix, Arizona. We are a made in the USA product, a largely veteran owned and operated company. Well, this is great. Okay. So one more time, where can people find more of you free on YouTube meditations, but like where can more people find more of you? So you can listen to me and my guests and people who have also healed themselves through the power of the cold on the Morozko Method podcast, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can find us at www.morozkoforge.com. You can follow us on Instagram at at Forge, or you can follow me at at Adrian underscore Jessica. These are beautiful and likes to look at me. Good job. Good job. You did great, Adrian. <laughs> If I had done Thank you so much for having me, Lauren, this is I such a great it. way to get to know you. All right. She Slayers, uh, go check that out. Go and like, um, definitely tag us too. If you're going to do it, like record your first, uh, cold plunge exposure and like tag us so we can be so proud of you. So proud of you. And she'll be super supportive and I'll be like and over there laughing. Never. Any amount of cold is a good amount of cold. If you're uncomfortable, you're doing the work. That's a great thing. All right, She Slayers, until next week. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.